0: Do good, feel good. Do
1: good, feel good. Feel good, good, feel good. Do good, feel good. Here we go. Let's do it. Hello, world. We're back with another exciting episode of Do Good, Feel Good. And we have a special guest today. It's another man, y'all. We have a total of three men on the podcast now, so congrats, Adam. You're lucky number three.
0: I'm glad to be here.
1: Good. All right. You guys are probably wondering, who is Adam? Adam Ignatovsky is the CEO and founder of Humbler. Is it Humbler.co?
0: That's our website. We call ourselves Humbler Co. Uh, oh, good to know. For short. All
1: yeah. right. Humbler Co., which is a ticket marketplace with heart. We're going to get into it later on in the show, so I'm not going to read this amazing description here. Um, But it's exciting because you started this company by yourself, correct?
0: That's correct. You know, with the support of uh, some friends, but yes, uh, all by myself.
1: Okay. We're going to, we're talking to an entrepreneur y'all. So this is exciting. Um, So why don't you tell us a little bit about what Humbler is?
0: Sure. So You know, as you mentioned, Lauren, Humbler is the ticket marketplace with heart. So what it's really about, think of it like an Eventbrite or a StubHub, uh, an event platform, but catered specifically towards nonprofits and social organizations. So on the platform as an individual, you can find events ranging from your traditional volunteering events, such as cleanups, food distribution, but also you could find really cool fundraising events. So that ranges from galas, benefits, but cooking classes for a cause, salsa classes for a cause, really any experience that gives back because what we found is that those who volunteer have a highest likelihood of donating and attending fundraisers and those who attend fundraisers and donate have the highest likelihood to volunteer. So we try to give our nonprofits and organizations on the platform that full giving back spectrum for them to really engage with their audience.
1: Awesome. And do the nonprofits have to pay to join the platform?
0: So no, although we are for profit, we are uh, socially conscious. So we're not like some competitors where they charge 30% off the top or anything like that. It's completely free to sign up, no monthly fees uh, for any organization uh, to join. Uh, A free event, it's free event to post, free event to attend. But what we do is we charge a convenience fee on any cost of tickets. So let's say an organization hosts a fundraiser and the ticket costs $50. We charge a convenience fee on top to the individual, so the individual might be paying $55, and the and the organization gets to pocket their full costed amount, which you you'll find on other competitor sites. You know, sometimes the they'll take from both ends. Um, so we we try to make it, we try to empower the organizations to earn as much as possible on the platform, while also incentivizing you know our bottom line to grow with them.
1: So you're, you're not actually a nonprofit organization though.
0: That's correct. We're, we are are for profit and you know, we're a socially conscious organization. So there's no reason you can't make a profit and do good at the same time.
1: We actually just learned about that in our last episode with um, Danny Blue from, um, from Oma Earth, which is, he called it a social enterprise. So I had never heard that term before because I've always been in the nonprofit sphere, but it's basically like Tom's, I don't know why I can't think of any other organization that like Patagonia and now Oma Earth and Humbler.
0: Yeah, we're right in there, right in the mix.
1: Absolutely. When I Googled Tom's the other day to get some shoes, I was so shocked to see Humbler popped up too. And I was like, what? You've got like your marketing team's doing really well.
0: Did we really pop up next to Tom's?
1: No. Oh, that would have been
0: great. (laughs) Also, the SEO team would have uh, been putting some wrong keywords in
1: the mix there. (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, maybe you should throw in Tom's. I don't know. Okay, so I wanted to touch on one thing that you said um, about how volunteers are more likely to donate and donors are more likely to volunteer. Um, That also goes, it's the same for advocacy. So if someone's volunteering, they're more likely to advocate for a cause that they care about. Do you think you'll ever like incorporate some kind of advocacy into the mix, even though I don't really know how you would do that because you can't really charge people to connect with their members of Congress.
0: I think advocacy and activism is just a natural part of the volunteering you know, ecosystem. You know, giving back um, whether it's to, to distribute food to your local community on the street or to be you know, uh, a protester you know, in, a, in a community. It, you know, they all have different ways of giving back. And you, you'll see on the platform, we have, we have room for everyone under the sun, you know, in, in ways they wanna give back. So if there's an organization, a charitable organization that's focused more on the activism side, they're more than welcome to make events focused around uh, getting the word out for the specific cause that they advocate for.
1: Awesome. And what inspired you to do this? Cause this is not your day job, correct? Right.
0: So my day job is a managing strategy consultant at IBM. And, you know, when I when I speak to my nonprofit organizations and any of them that are on the platform or interested, you know, this is the first thing I tell them because it, one, it grounds them in the reality of why, where we're at and where we're moving as a platform. So as, as a strategy consultant, my role is primarily to grow the business internally. So I'll look, and travel across the world pre-COVID and say, you know, how do we grow Asia Pacific to a billion? You know, whether it's through your offerings, your talent mix, uh, any of those strategic levers you could really pull on. Um, But at the end of the day, you know, what I really came around with is that I'm helping a multi-billion dollar company grow their bottom line a little bit further. I wasn't really helping my community grow and I wasn't helping those in need using my skill set. So, what I decided to do is look for different volunteering opportunities, different fundraising events. And what I found is that they're just extremely silent. Unless you're a name brand nonprofit like a Boys and Girls Club or a Red Cross, it's just really difficult to find local community events in your area and give back. Um, so, what I decided to do is use my skill set and say, you know, let me try to solve this problem myself. So, in December, we launched Co. And that's really, you know, why we founded the platform is to give this a a, a, a trusted source to find your local community events in your area that you can give back and and get involved and engaged in the community.
1: And are you ever thinking about switching to doing something like in this realm full-time?
0: I mean, anyone who's listening, you know, the goal is to go full-time. This is not just a passion. It is, you know, a way of life. And I aim to make this my, my full-time career. It's just the balance of, you know, having the amount of growth that you need and balancing it with your typical living conditions and making that a reality. So, you know, it's it's just that pivot that everyone needs to make and, and decide when the time is right. But, you know, I want to be that trusted partner with nonprofits. And I think, you know, my commitment with my time and with my resources is where I could show that.
1: And when did you start this company?
0: So we were officially incorporated in January of 2020 and then built it up and launched in December. Wow. Yep. We have about 30 plus organizations on the platform today and have hosted about um, a thousand community service hours and raised over a thousand dollars for nonprofits so far. So, nice. you know, our goal is to scale that to every city, every community. If you know a nonprofit that you think could benefit from this platform, feel free to have them sign up and, you know, start leveraging the platform themselves.
1: So right now, the, the events are primarily in New York, right?
0: So that's where our focus has been from a business development standpoint is, you know, we want to build that community effect. So those who attend a cleanup in Bushwick, for example, would attend to clean up in uh, Park Slope of mm-hmm. Brooklyn, right? It's create that community effect. Discover other organizations in your local community. But there's no reason why uh, you, if you're based in DC, couldn't and you have a nonprofit, couldn't start leveraging the platform today. It's just where we have focused our energy and efforts to build that base, so our our community feels like there's a community on Humbler that they could go to.
1: Sweet. hear that? Friends who are in nonprofits, you can join Humbler today. Is it easy to sign up as a nonprofit?
0: Yep. It's it's very easy. Just click uh, sign up uh, mm-hmm. on, on it. You go through the prompts, you select charitable organization. And then uh, after you sign up, I review your profile so you could then post events. Uh, this way we can ensure that no one wild goes on the platform and start posting any crazy events. So I want to make sure that everyone's vetted before they come on as an organization, but as an individual, you know, it's very easy to sign up. You just or, go and sign up. and you
1: Oh yeah. As a volunteer. If you also are looking for volunteer opportunities or you want to give your money to someone, check out Humbler. And you can probably find some cool digital opportunities, even if you're not living in New York.
0: That's, that's true. We have uh, this we have a couple of virtual fundraisers where you can record yourself. Uh, either reading a book, so uh, to, it, it goes to children. So there's an organization that um, will take these recordings and then edit them up. So you, they get, they have the uh, like a, almost like a book on tape for those uh, ch- underserved children, or sharing a talent. So you could share yourself maybe cooking chicken parm or eggplant mm-hmm. parm. I would be doing eggplant parm Same. and you could record it. And then it's just another way to entertain. Uh, children and build a community
1: that's very cool i would do vegan eggplant parm so like plant cheese
0: what type of cheese is it
1: um it's i think veal life has a good parm have okay. you had that vegan cheese
0: i've done cashew uh cheese that is that's the closest i've gotten to, to vegan cheese
1: oh okay. i've eaten so many different types and brands of vegan cheese like every possible one i think the the only the, like, cheese they haven't tried to make vegan yet is cottage cheese. Us cheese ain't bad.
0: I, I think it gets a bad rap. I it, do too. It, I yeah, it can make a pretty good pancake if you try to make pancake with
1: it. With cottage okay. cheese? Yeah. Well, y'all are learning way more than you thought you were from this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, I like cottage cheese too. I wish you wouldn't say it was gross, but they don't have a vegan one yet. Sometimes if you like mash up the feta, the vegan feta, you can pretend that it's um, cottage cheese. That's the type of things that I found entertaining during COVID. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, I had other questions for you. Oh, how many people do you have working with you on Humbler?
0: So we have, I have two proud interns, uh, a venture intern and a branding intern. Shout out to Morgan and Ryan. Um, And then I have support uh, from, uh, you know, close friends of mine who have been helping me on the product side, as well as on, uh, the social media side. Very cool.
1: We actually discovered world that we had a mutual friend. It's like one of the four people I know in New York, um, Stephen Campbell. So is, did you say U street was a partner? So,
0: yeah. So, uh, uh because of the pandemic, we found that nonprofits that they're really good at engaging their audience, but they're but they're having issue uh, with creating new events that could be done virtually. So something we've done is partner with different vendors, such as U Street, um, to provide fundraising opportunities that they could just take off the shelf. So, for example, U Street, it, you know, is an, based out of D.C. originally. You know, shout out to D.C. is uh <laughs> is a uh, comedy uh they provide comedy uh talent to uh different uh nonprofits for fundraising so they'll do like an hour set with three different comics and essentially they bring the talent you bring your community and you could you could do a, a virtual or a hybrid if you're in new york area uh type of event where you can uh t- tier your tickets on humbler have a in-person ticket for you know 30 bucks virtual ticket for ten dollars and start fundraising that way and, and have a partnership with uh, different vendors.
1: Voila. There's nothing that Humbler doesn't do y'all. Um, well, I have, so what would you say to someone who wants to has like the dream of creating a business or leaving their job with some advice that you can give them? Because you obviously didn't quit everything at once and just jump full force into this. You kind of like took your time.
0: So, I guess the, the one thing is you got to pick a passion if you're not passionate about the topic uh and, and you're not and you're and you're adverse to repetition of repeating yourself over and over again about you know what you're doing and who you, and you know what you're trying to become um it could be a little daunting so the first thing I'd say is pick a passion the second piece I would say is just be be aware of all the pieces that you know and and hyper aware of everything you don't know, because, you know, there's always people that can help you address those gaps. You know, I don't have a product background. Um, I'm not a tech, I don't have a technical background, even though uh, I do work at IBM. But that being said, you know, I do know how to, you know, I brushed up on the language and can identify people who can help me along that journey. So it's really identifying those that can help you and build you up and address those gaps that you have and not thinking that uh, if I can't do one piece, then the rest of it has to fall. So I would just say, you know, build yourself up with people who are smarter than you. So you you could really achieve what you set out to.
1: I think that's great advice. Sometimes I know there's like people have projects they want to start, but there's a few tasks that just seem too daunting that they just never even give it a try because they don't really understand how it works. And I think also it's sometimes it's hard to like ask for help. Um, so when you're, you're taking on everything by yourself it's going to be really intimidating
0: the other piece i would i would say you know not i'm really the the wheels are churning here uh (laughs) is that you know ask your friends and family for critiques as you go along this journey ask them you know what do you think about this what what if, if it's a product have them go through it have them really uh analyze what pieces of work you're doing because you're going to be working in a silo and you might think everything makes complete sense or it's perfect, but it, it, you need people who are honest, close to you to give you the real uh, head, head lowdown,
1: <laughs> yeah. essentially. And you have to develop a thick skin. So if you're asking people for their opinions, you can't be upset when they actually tell you them. Yeah.
0: Well, if they gave you a, a fake opinion, then it's just a waste of everyone's time. Right?
1: Yeah. So. And I think it's better to hear the real stuff from your friends and family than... Maybe a future funder or, I don't know, anyone <laughs> that you don't actually like care about and love.
0: All right. If, if you're having talked to someone before you sit in front of a VC, then something went wrong, I would say.
1: What's the challenge that you want to give the listeners going forward in this week?
0: I would say find one, find some way to give back. And now this could be, there could be many ways to do this. It could be the traditional, you know, volunteer fundraisers, you can find them on Humbler, you know, a little self-plug, <laughs> why not? But also, you know, share, share content on social media about, you know, something that's important to you. You know, bring, bring awareness to a cause that, you know, maybe you have been passively looking at, but you want to get more involved with. Um, I think there's many ways to give back, you know, donating, you know, time or money is always good. Um, and then there's also the junior boards. if you're a young professional you know look to join one of those junior boards and contribute your insights because you know they always are looking for new and and creative minds to to help them as they go into the future because everything is becoming more digital and virtual so they're going to they're going to need people who have that type of insight and can use zoom you know that might not be as <laughs> we're doing we're doing it on Zoom right now, but this whole setup, if you know how to do this, a nonprofit would love to have a podcast just, just like this. So just it's just there's many ways to give back, find your way and uh get started.
1: I think those are great. That's a great challenge. Uh I never would have thought to volunteer to be on a board, but I think that's a really good idea. I also like that you um, assume that most of our listeners are young because you're like, join a junior board. We've got some older listeners. They can join a regular board. Um, And I think, well, it turns out 3% of our listeners are 60 and above. I'm just looking at these stats like for the first time. But yeah, the majority are under 35. So anyways. That's a yeah, I think joining a board, it's also would be it's empowering because you feel like you're giving some, you're joining a board because you have a talent that you can contribute more than just like shoveling some rocks or donating some dollars. Like you have some kind of attribute or knowledge that you can share to like benefit a nonprofit and like help them increase their mission. So I think that's really cool. And now I feel like I need to look into that. Also, like a resume booster for you young people out there or older people who want to boost your resume.
0: It also flexes a different muscle because, you know, I, I don't want to harp on the young professional too much, but <laughs> when you're in, when you're a young professional, you're typically in the doing mode, you're task oriented. It's not like big picture, uh, you know, entrepreneurial style thinking, but when you're on a, on a board, it allows you to really take the helm and own something and, and flex a different muscle that maybe you weren't flexing before.
1: For sure. Okay. What is your life mission statement?
0: My life mission statement. I I think it's to make an impact, you know, in the world and help others while, while doing that, you know, that's, that's kind of, maybe that's two and two and one, (laughs) but, uh, that's kind of at the crux of it. That's my, that's my mission.
1: Awesome. Do you have anything else you'd like to say? Anything I didn't ask you besides um, your social media plugs?
0: Um, I, th- I think you really covered it. You know, I think it's, you know, if you're, if you're in the New York area or, or, or even not, find ways to give back, look at Humbler, check it out. You know, if you see events that you like, or if you've not seen any events you don't like and you can make a recommendation, feel free to reach out. We're always looking for people to help out along the way and, and grow the mission and help nonprofits. So just uh, welcome.
1: Woohoo. Well, thank you for joining us tonight. What is your social? What do you want to plug right now?
0: Uh, you could follow us at humbler.co on Instagram. You can like us on Facebook, humbler.co. Sign up on humbler.co. That's the best thing you could do. Sign up. That would be amazing. And attend a, a you know an experience that gives back.
1: I like it. Was this your first you podcast are. for humbler? I mean, yeah, on behalf of humbler.
0: So I do IG lives uh, where I interview nonprofits. So I'm usually on the other side mm. of the, uh, equation there. So I, I, I try to, I'm trying to give the interview, uh, the, the response that I would hope I would get from someone else <laughs> you I know? See. now that I'm on the other side.
1: Well, now that you're on the other side, how do you think I did?
0: I think you did great.
1: Yes. You heard it here for the thousandth time. That's what they all say. So it's not even a surprise for y'all. Just kidding. Um, do you have will you interview people who are not a humbler organization like would you be interested in just interviewing other people from nonprofits? I'm not talking about myself um,
0: but yeah of course anyone who gives back um, to their community we just like to shine a spotlight and that's what it's all about
1: very cool all right well thank you again for joining us
0: of course I look forward to the next one you know in a year from now
1: yeah when you when your name really does pop up right beside Tom's
0: yeah, that would, that would be nice. All
1: right. Bye, world. Say bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Feel good.
0: Feel good. Feel good. Feel good. Feel good. Feel good. Yes.